in a world filled with COVID and chaos, we bring to you pure entertainment. Dan Corner, woodworking, barbecuing, beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Or uh, who knows? The little one. Who knows? <laughs> You're disgusting. That's so stupid. What 90s romantic comedy do shepherds find terrifying? Hmm. All dogs go to heaven? Sheepless in Seattle. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Ah! Sunday! Slap you in the face. And AJ has officially ran out of finding them on the line, and he is making up his own. (laughs) What? When, when are you going to tell the joke? <laughs> My son actually made one earlier that I'm going to use in the next episode. <laughs> I like it. It'll probably be better. Probably. Uh, no, it has well, to be. Whoa. Welcome back. Dad's on Dayquil. Uh, this is episode 18. Damn, we're getting near that 20 mark. Hey, We're getting near that 20 mark. I am yeah. Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I am Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stoned. I thought about stealing your intro right there, AJ, since... Uh, yeah. Arizona is now. The so I'm just a floating head right now. <laughs> Arizona. This is a sweet spot. This is a sweet spot right here. I thought it's I was excited ASMR about with AJ. Arizona passing weed here, and then Oregon's got to come in with their big dick and be like, "Whoa, you in here for some marijuana? Yeah, you want to shoot some heroin? <laughs> they they didn't just like one up. They fucking ten upped. They're like, hey, oh. guess what? No, no, no. You're playing amateur hour. We're going to show you how to do this. Yeah. This is how you telling, fuck up your state. <laughs> I was telling Kina, I'm like, this is how we make the big bucks. We go to Oregon. We buy a bunch of warehouses. We make them into shooting houses. All right? I've seen these crack heroin meth addicts come in when I wor- used to work at Money Tree for years and get Western unions from their parents every day. 100 to $200, sometimes $500. They're scoring the big bucks then. And if I charge them like... 75 to 100 bucks a day? Oh, please. Their mommy and daddy is going to give that to them all day to come and shoot up in a warehouse. So you're you're all looking to make day. a fucking degenerate safe zone. You're like, hey, guys, you like to smoke crack? You like to shoot up? Do you want to do it in a safe place? Do you want a nice, come on. quiet, confined area with some beautiful ocean music and some great scenery? Like maybe a tree or... Maybe some, I don't know, unicorns, if that's what you like. You want to get Dead rid of the trash of that's Namaste. next to you while you shoot up? Are you sick of that raccoon humping your leg while you get high? <laughs> Come on down to AJ's, AJ's safe house. 30 years from now, we'll all be sitting around TVs like, have you or a loved one been exposed to AJ's <laughs> drug house? If so, please call. <laughs> please call. Oh, shit. Please call Phyllis and Matus. Oh. <laughs> we are not liable for you not having your tetanus shot. <laughs> Did you contract hepatitis C while shooting up in a warehouse in the middle of Oregon owned by the Stone? Please. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh. I'm going there again tonight. Oh. Jesus. Are you a frequent flyer? Would you like one of our cards? Punch 10 <laughs> tickets and you get a free stay. You know what? This brings up a perfect opportunity, boys. We should make another great merch shirt called AJ's Stoned House. AJ's Stoned <laughs> Safe Place. The Stoned, the stoned Safe Place. <laughs> oh, shit. So we dropped, we dropped a new merch shirt just a couple days ago. Started as a joke. Now we're here, boys. We have the uh, Clisaurus Rex 
t-shirt Ayo. available on our dad's like on equal page for um t public if you need to get there you can go to our socials you can click on our link tree link and you can see merch and it'll take you right to that page so you can buy that special gift uh yeah, we have holidays you, around the corner you can private message any one of us and we will send it to you yeah absolutely if you're shy absolutely. or lazy uh, taboos ladies don't dm uh the dome because he'll accidentally send you a dick pic it happened to me twice so those were not accidents <laughs> and you asked for them well no wonder i thought it was hard. just a picture of his face and then i realized it's a little bit more rib than normal <laughs> oh it is i couldn't tell if it was josh getting ready to squeal laughing or his dick they look the same <laughs> they're about the same size Oh my god! I loved that video so much when he posted it. I was like, "Yes, look at his face. God damn it! He looks like a veiny penis." <laughs> End scene. So, <laughs> I actually have been thinking about shaving my face. I've been thinking about shaving like bald. Yeah, like I like go clean shaving. No balls. Because it's won't. yeah, it's been a couple no balls, years, you dude. Won't. No, you it's won't. Be, it's be, don't you can't goat me into it. I, you I'm won't. not a. Chicken I'm, chicken. Not, I'm not Marty McFly. You can't call me chicken, and I'll just fucking run the red light. That's not how this works. You talk about boy, you yellow. Yeah. Nobody calls me yellow. What are Would you? you call me? Chicken. <laughs> but I keep remembering how uh, shitty I look without it. So I'm like, nah, I'll just stick with this kind of shitty. You know, I guess I just had a uh, little brain thought go on. You know how we talk? We can we can tell our fabulous folks that listen to us, all 11 you, of you, we love you. Um mm-hmm. If we ever decide to do that, like, movie, mystery, science theater, whatever the fuck it's called, Dad's on Dayquil live style, we could never do Back to the Future because I would be yelling at the two of you the whole time to shut up so I can hear the fucking movie. (laughs) And I've seen it a million times, but it's one of my favorites. Oh, Oh, it is. I absolutely love that movie. We got to do just, like, a dumb comedy we all love. And we all can just like bounce off of like Super Troopers or Grandma's Boy. Oh my God. Yeah, I haven't seen Grandma's Boy in a long time. I love Grandma's Boy, is probably one of the best movies that probably flopped so hard in theaters and then gained all its fame when it came out to DVD. Exactly. It went like wildfire. Because I I hadn't even, I don't even think I had heard of it or I did and I didn't realize it went to movies and came out already. And when I saw it the first time, it's, oh, man, that's a good one. That one, and, and Little Nicky. Like, I did the same thing Nikki. with Little Nicky where I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this? I saw it one day. I was, I was just watching it and just fell in love with that movie. It's so stupid. Is that Tarantino? <laughs> is Tarantino playing a fucking blind preacher? <laughs> Holy shit! Fucking Sandler's reach is endless! Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Little Nicky, we were talking earlier this week, and, and my buddy Gabe, uh, we... <laughs> we had a store. I don't remember what the post was, but it was something about like, wasn't it like sneaking food in or something in the movies? Yeah, the movie theater. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so uh, my buddy Gabe and I, I don't know, little Nikki, we were probably, what, 15 when that came out. Uh, went, his mom took us to the theater and she was like, well, you guys better take your snacks and your drinks with you so you don't have to pay for it. So, and luckily, I believe it did come out when it was cold. So we were able to wear jackets in Las Vegas for a change. And we snuck in all these like sprites and little bags of chips and shit like that. So we're sitting in there. We had already been shh like three times from opening our sodas. And then fucking, I think it was me. I was going to blame Gabe, but I think it was me. I went to go stomp on a soda. 
it was empty, right? I went to crush the can in the middle of the movie, and I slipped, and I only caught part of it, and I shot it shot down, it. The, down the aisle, and it hit some guy in the leg, and he got all pissed <laughs> off and threw it back. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised nobody got up and actually just ratted us out, and they let us sit through the whole movie. We were assholes, man. I remember I was like 16 or 17, and I went to the movies, and out of nowhere, I hear this this noise is clink, 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 right? And I look down as it fucking hits the back of my foot, and it's an empty Budweiser can. Nice. And I just kind of look over my shoulder, and there's this old fucking dude. He had to be like 70. And he just gets this smile on his face like, yeah, that was me. What's up? You want to just <laughs> let that go or what? Like, you want one, man? I, like, <laughs> I just kind of like chuckle and start watching the movie again. About 20 minutes later, same fucking thing. Clink, 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 clink. Boop. Here's another one. And I got two fucking Budweiser's sitting underneath my seat. And I'm like, uh, I should probably do something with these. Because if somebody comes, they're going to think this shit's me. <clears throat> Sir, are you drinking while watching Little Nicky? Yeah. No, it's the old fuck right up there. It's and all Jordan and Gaber down there, like <laughs> oh fuck, spray can. You got three, Josh. Oh. It's the fucking drunk guy with the blow up doll behind me. Jesus, <laughs> <It's a blow-up. laughs> I actually thought about doing that before taking a blow up doll into the movie theaters to see if they would charge me a ticket. If you I know, tried I've to take one, they wouldn't let me in. say they thought about taking a blow-up doll to the movie theaters before, Josh. That is definitely a first in my life. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, like are they going to charge me a fucking price of admission if I bring a friend? <laughs> Maybe kids. We should go to, because our movie theater's open, Josh. We should yeah. go as a date, you and I alone, with uh, Gertrude the blow-up doll. Done. Um, and just walk in, each of us holding one end of her, and just stand like that the entire time in line. Duh. Would just it be creepy what if happens. it was a kid? Okay, would it be creepier <laughs> exactly. if we got like a blow up doll kid instead of a blow up doll adult? Like, <laughs> you just. <can> we... <laughs> what did you just say? This is my son. I said, would it be creepier if it, if we got a blow up doll kid instead of a blow up doll adult? No, I heard you. I was questioning what you said. Like, why oh. did you say that? <laughs> It kid better be dressed. Yeah, well, of course. Absolutely. Come on, what kind of heathen do you think I am? <laughs> Leave it bald. Like, yeah, he takes after his dad. The the doubt, like, oh, like he's bringing his kid, and then Jordan's it, over there, like, is that fucking thing closed, <laughs> you son of a bitch? <laughs> I I was going My along the lines crazy because we were talking about a sex Cancel doll, and then he brings up a kid. Episodes in a row. Like, calm we down, end. Wayfair. We out. <laughs> When Wayfair's too expensive, you gotta go your own way. <laughs> I call this my fair. <laughs> I can't. I'm blending oh, in shit. with my background oh, and I'm fuck. dying. Uh, oh. My oh, fair. Shit. It's like my space for, uh, for Josh, fucking poor people. You got it. Oh. <laughs> it's, the, it's the degenerate it's the degenerate Wayfair place. <laughs> it's oh, the AJ's AJ safe place. Uh, where'd you get that fucking blow up doll kid? AJ Safe House. They were doing a two for one sale. Two bloods and get a blow up doll for free. I only bought one, so he gave me the kid. <laughs> he was having a half price oh, sale. Shit. I didn't know that's what he meant. It said all blow up dolls half off. Oh my god, that thing killed me. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, where'd you get the 
Josh would be Shit, trying I gotta to get sell. Over there, do some heroin. Josh would be trying to sell the fucking half size blow up dolls as adults and be like, "No, it's Tyrion Lannister. It's full price, asshole. Get out." <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Hey man. Oh fuck. Oh, what we could do is we could just make sure that the we can make we can make sure that we could just stuff it with all of our snacks. So while we're sitting in the middle of the movie, we're just pulling them out of this fucking blow up doll. Jesus you just like Broadway. rip open the chest. That's not nacho cheese, Josh. That's not nacho cheese. <laughs> oh my Damn it, the frosting spilled from all those fucking cinnamon rolls we stuffed in here. That's not fucking frosting. It's not frosting. <laughs> when I tweet about improv creating shirts, we started from a fucking sex doll and somehow got all the way here. <laughs> I wonder if they do. I wonder if they sell sell blow up dolls in in miniature form, dwarf form. That's yeah. It's a legit question. Oh, it is. That's fair. I let's, let's bring. It I back wanted to, to call you a sicko, but then I was like, wait, that makes that's a fair question. Oh, like Bridget man. the midget. <laughs> Have you ever seen her dance? You both, you both, you both sit there and laugh like you don't know what I'm talking. Like you're trying to be sweet, honest people. You both know who Bridget the Midget is, so fuck I yourself. Just, I just asked if you've ever seen her dance. I'm not hiding shit, bitch. Have you ever seen the video of her on the boat? Probably. Oh my god, Josh, do you have any dad stories? Yeah, I actually do. This is going to be an hour of just this if we don't start talking. (laughs) Okay, so we can bring it back to reality now. Okay. And I actually do have a really proud moment. Um, Callie has been struggling uh, because she hurt her hip when she was doing kickboxing and jujitsu. And she was taking... She was taking a side mount. She sprawled out, and she accidentally kind of pulled something or sprained something. So she hasn't been able to participate fully. She she really hasn't been able to do anything other than some light stretching. And, well, she took it upon herself to get with the coaches and get them to allow her to help train some of the younger kids. And then she sticks around, and she takes notes while the bigger kids that are in her class do their moves. So she's still learning and progressing her skill but doing it in a manner that actually allows her to be healthy and not hurt herself any far any farther so i'm very very proud of my daughter for doing the right thing and not over pushing and overextending herself and not getting hurt well we went to physical therapy on friday and the doctor said that she has the green light to go ahead and get back in and start doing the moves i was wondering where she had been yep so she can't uh, you think I'd can't be a go better friend full... to ask? Well, you know, <laughs> it's fine. We go through All right. spurts. All right. <laughs> you, you were at the safe house. I knew where you were doing. It's fine. <laughs> um, she can, uh, she can go, she can go and start doing moves again. She cannot go full power, so it's more about learning the precision of mm-hmm. move the technique. Ver- yeah, versus the actual power. But nonetheless, still really proud of that moment. And, yeah, good uh, job, yeah. Callie. So that's it. What about you guys? What about you, AJ? <clears throat> um, I have two kind of funny little short stories. Um, Ryan is absolutely just loving gaming on this computer, and uh, he's been downloading a lot of stuff for Minecraft and really opening up kind of the world that that is Minecraft, and he's been having a lot of fun doing it and created me like an avatar and stuff, and it was really cool. And uh, I gave him... Um, 
this like headphones I got for the computer and they're like really nice. And, uh, he was like, does this mic work? And he was trying to get the mic to work. And then he, I pressed the button and the mic turned on and he was like, Oh, I can hear myself. Can you guys guess the first thing he said? Fuck. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Penis. Penis. Nice. I'm living in a house with fucking teenagers. Nice. So every other word is thought. penis. I would, I would <laughs> penis. Same thing. Have you ever played exactly. the penis game? The exactly. Penis but it was just, Speaking of which, uh, R.I.P. Sean Connery. Hey. Yeah. And uh, Alex Trebek died right before we started, so this is a great episode, boys. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Really? We're talking over here oh, about shooting up in a warehouse no. and Alex Trebek passed away. Yeah. It's what he, it's what he would have wanted. He would have said, uh, okay, let me give you uh, where you're going to get hepatitis C from for 500 A warehouse in Oregon that's named after a stoner. <laughs> what is the Stones Warehouse? Yes. <laughs> the, the Today's Daily Double. How many times? My other. What? You could Don't you fucking right try there. and take it from me. Don't you take that it. joke right there. Nope. My, uh, nope. That joke's not for fucking radio. Never mind. My bad. So I'll so I'll move past that. My <laughs> second story was um normally everybody would know what night this is, but considering what just happened, I have to say it was um the first night of the election instead of just saying the night of the election because it was like four fucking nights. That's a very good clarification. Uh, the very first night, uh, we were trying to pull up Hulu because Hulu had like streaming it like live or something on there, and we pulled it up and we're watching it for like two seconds, and then Avery, her favorite thing right now is turning off the TV, and I'm like, God damn it! And she ran over, she turned it off, and I looked there and I was like, Avery, what the fuck? <laughs> she turned around and looked at me without missing a beat, went fuck, and yes. I went, oh, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I immediately went, oh, no. And Kina started laughing so hard. She was like, it was always going to be you, AJ. Always going to be you to get her to say it. I was like, no shit. I have the potty mouth of the century in this fucking house. So so now I'm just like, Avery, <clears throat> babe, come on. <laughs> like, I have to like, catch myself now so like don't cast around her. Because like, I think Kina said shit. And she was like, shit. And I was like, oh, <clears throat> all right. That was Callie's first word. Yeah. Those are my uh, beautiful dad stories of the week. My Jeez. that reminded me real quick of a um we went to the rodeo last year and we were leaving. And mind you, on the last episode I had said, you know, I still haven't heard my son say fuck and he's almost thirteen. Not even when he gets mad at video games. I guess, you know, the new word for fuck on, on video games is hacker. So um I guess hacker is the equivalent nowadays. But anyway, we were leaving, and I didn't hear the exchange of why he said this, but he called uh, Summer's cousin a pussy, <laughs> and he said it in the correct manner. <laughs> and then my mother-in-law was yelling at me. She was like, that's your fault. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. If it was my fault, he would have said cunt, not pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Elias, where'd you learn that word and how to use it? And he looked right at me and goes, school. I'm like, told you. <laughs> cunt. Yeah. School. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on. If if my kids learning words from me, if, uh, pussy's like a kindergarten level. So um, they're definitely larger. Yeah, they're, <clears throat> they're larger words. If they're coming from if they're coming from either of us, they're larger words. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's a lot more like elaboration on why somebody would be a pussy, and it would make them scream, cry, and run out of the room instead of just going, "You're pussy." Yeah. Which yeah. is <laughs> like a very teenager thing to do. Yeah. Um. But speaking of my son, from my story this week, it's not it. There's comedy in the story, but it's not a proud moment. This little shit stain. 
decided, you know, I don't want to do homework. Well, guess what? When I check on your grades, because I regularly check on your grades, I'm going to find out. And so we had a nice discussion. And, and this one was actually like a real discussion as opposed to him just crying and being upset and saying, I don't know. When you do know, you just don't want to say it. He was actually honest. And I said, well, why aren't you, why, why do you have, count them folks, seven missing assignments? Because mm. um, I don't want to do the homework. It, it, I just don't want to. And I said, well, I'm glad that you were honest, but guess what? You're still going to do it. And if your teacher gives you a zero, even when you turn it in, you're going to learn your lesson that you could have done it and gotten a better grade. Anything's better than a zero. So mm-hmm. we're sitting there jawing him about it. And he's got one of his classes is called like Reteach and Enrich. And it's basically like uh, like a study time for a certain class earlier. So they have it for like math and they have it for, I think, uh, English is when they have those during the day. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he was explaining what they're for. And he was like, it's a time where you can get your your homework done. And Summer goes, so what the fuck did you do for an hour? And my, (laughs) this is totally my kid. His immediate rebuttal was, it's not an hour. It's just a half hour. (laughs) Ignored the question. (laughs) And tried to make his reasoning of not doing work more acceptable because it was less time. And I was just like, wow. Mm -mm. So then we keep oh. going, and he's pulling stuff out of his backpack, and one of his notebooks looks like trash. I mean, this kid's been at school for like three, four weeks, like full-time school. Three weeks. Trash. Oh. I look at him, I'm like, are you shitting me? I'm like, dude, at the end of the year, my notebooks didn't even look that bad. And I immediately turn to Summer, cover my mouth like this, and, <laughs> and my face, and I said, because I never took fucking notes, and winked. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Elias is crying, going through his backpack. I'm laughing my ass off, and my wife is staring at me like she's going to burn me in the stove later tonight. <laughs> I should not have said that. And I, thought, I was like, that, oh, that was shit. the most perfect comedic timing. I'm yelling at my kid, telling him mine would have never looked like that, and then turning to you and saying, because I've never taken notes. Wink. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, the, when he answered with, um, well, it's not a really an hour. It's only a half hour. That's like. That's, That's too much, dude. It was one of those, like, it'd be the equivalent Ugh. of him cussing and then me laughing. I sat there and just covered my mouth because I'm like, that shit I would have said. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. <laughs> oh. the, the backpack <laughs> thing drives me nuts, too, though, because Callie and Lily are the same exact way. I'll go to get their homework out every night, and it's like, it's just a freaking trash can in there. And I'm like, guys, literally, we literally do it every single day when yeah. you get out of school. We go through your backpack. We get your homework. How do you make it look this crappy in in less than twenty four hours? Yeah, yeah. Now, my One locker, day school. my locker looked like that, but he even though he's in middle school, they don't use lockers. I guess. It, really? I, 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 at White Cliffs, I guess not. I, I don't know, huh. but he doesn't have a locker, so everything for every class goes on his back all day long. Which mm-hmm. you know, that's my backpack always looked clean because my locker looked like a fucking. That's, that, that's how it was for me when I was in high school. Like junior high, <clears throat> you had to have a locker to put your backpack in. You were right. only allowed to carry around your notebooks. Right. My high school was like littered with lockers and they were like, we don't give a fuck. If you want a locker, come get one. If not, carry around your backpack. And I was like, fuck getting a locker. I'll just carry around my backpack. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I never had a need for a lockers. I just carried stuff around. Yeah. But definitely my one of my daughter's backpacks um, a year or two ago when we went through it halfway through the year 
because we saw our boys backpack and it was pretty bad we were like okay everybody dump out their backpacks let's all go through your stuff one of my girls we went through it and she had like a a half eaten like i don't know if it was like a donut or whatever the fuck it was at the bottom of it but it was like molding and shit and i was like what the fuck in the petri dish do you have in your goddamn backpack little girl jesus (laughs) fuck and we were taking all stuff out of there and i was like oh my god what is this nastiness and she was like oh that's where that homework went last quarter and i was like (laughs) good god the other thing that he does too is i'm like okay what's on that paper and he looks at it, and this it was by the third paper that this happened to. He's looking at it like he's never seen these words in his life before. <laughs> and I turned to my wife also, and I was like, we have a fucking speed reader of a child now that can't read fucking words. I'm like, I've never seen these words in my life. What does this say? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, uh, last dad story before we move on to our next subject. <clears throat> I'd like everybody to uh, congratulate me. I have adopted a new child, uh, Ty from Page Burners and uh, Button Mashers. Uh, Page Turners. Page Turners. Page Turners and Button Mashers. Yeah. Turner. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I adopted him earlier this week, so I'm proud of you, son. You be who you got to be. I I love you. Uh, Daddy, I'll see you soon. Uh, Let's move on. Let's play a little dad's advocate. This is hey. where this is where us three like to take a movie. Could be any movie. Could be an adult movie. Could be a child movie. And we like to put our dad spin on it and how it's um, completely fucking wrong. So we're going to let AJ go first. AJ, take the floor. Let us know what you're doing. Hell yeah. So when I was trying to go over uh, movies I wanted to do for this, I was like, you know, I want to go with a grown-up movie. And then I was like, you know what? I've been watching these kids' movies so much with my daughter. I'm going to fuck Disney shit up. Y'all ready for this? No, no, just the me. movie I'm going for. The Disney box office monster that rivals numbers that of the Avengers, with a staggering 400 million domestic and 1.27 billion global total earnings. This Disney cartoon is a force to be reckoned with, or at least it is because kids don't understand the horror that Disney wrote into a box office masterpiece and want to see bright colors and sing along to cheesy songs. I'm taking down Frozen. You got a story about two sisters. One is normal, healthy, full of life little girl, who is a little ditzy but a fierce leader, Anna. The other is a selfish, insecure mutant named Elsa. This whole thing, this entire movie, would have not even been an issue if at the beginning, when they were playing as kids, Elsa didn't struck her sister with Anna with an ice blast to the dome. Shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, when when I was watching this the first time, I was like immediately, why didn't she just create a layer of snow to cushion her fall? Why didn't she just create a giant ice slide to caress her journey down to the ground? Instead, she blasted her with the magical cold energy that almost completely corroded her mind and killed her. So it caused her parents to force Elsa into exile, make her sister Anna grow up with a childhood of loneliness, while she, instead of harnessing her power and learning from her mistakes, grew trepidatious of her powers, making her even more unstable and unpredictable. Fuck you, Disney. Get your shit together. Their parents pass away, and it's time for the kingdom to choose Elsa as her new leader. She knew this wasn't right. She knew she wasn't right for the position. So why didn't she just have an honest conversation with Anna? Tell her she doesn't want to do this shit. She wants to get past this and move on with life. We would have been over this shit, Disney. But no, you had to fuck all of her shit up with a fucking horror disaster this is. So pretty much she had to try out her carelessness. 
She almost murdered everybody in the dining hall and the courtyard of the coronation ceremony with her ice magic. She ran away from the coronation ceremony. Doing so, she caused a rapid change of season that morphed into an ice age in Arendelle, which is a city they live in. She did them fucking dirty shit. Meanwhile, Anna is just as confused as everybody else. She put everything on hold, including the Duke who just proposed to her. This was also a big day for her, but what happens? Elsa makes it all about her and her spoiled brat ass wife. So the Duke said he would stay and look after the kingdom and make sure everything runs smoothly while she went to look for her sister. This dude put the whole nation's text conversation on red to help this selfish little girl be found so the state of her city's union is intact. This girl just completely fucked everything up for everybody. This selfish, silver-spooned, insecure, unstable, angry little brat that doesn't want to face reality. She makes her sister truck through ungodly weather conditions that almost put her into a state of hypothermia. Luckily, she happened to find the path of a merchant. He agreed to help her find the princess and get this shit back on the road. How many more people are going to give up their fucking everyday-to-day life for this queen that can't get her shit together? They finally find her sister... After losing massive amounts of property and almost getting themselves killed, they find her angry and self-righteous, of course. Anna didn't care about the BS or politics. She's just worried about her sister. What did, I, what did Elsa do to show her support and unconditional love? She blasted her with the same energy she blasted her brain when she was a child. <clears throat> Except the difference now is that she blasted her in the heart and it is going to kill her indefinitely. The only way she can get out of it is to perform an act of love of some kind. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking Disney's writing. So pretty much they ran back frantically trying to figure out how to get her out of this uh, state of dying. The Duke that was looking over the city left of the search party. They found Elsa to be hostile and confrontational. Almost killed everybody once again like she normally does. But I mean, you know, some people were trying to kill her. Can you blame them? What would you guys do if you were at a coronation ceremony with your kids and they were almost fucking murdered by this mutant that nobody had any idea was a winter monster? Tom, stop pretty sure we would get back to it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we would all fucking do the same shit and just make sure she doesn't ever need to see the light of day again. Mm-hmm. No. You can already tell how much I fucking hate this movie so much. 1.27 billion. This is fucking <laughs> Can I tell so you an unpopular opinion real quick? I I guess it's not really an unpopular opinion, but I blaze my own path like we talked about. I've never seen Frozen. You say that now, but you're about to have a little girl, which means you're going to watch it about 40 times a day. No, she's watching The Sandlot. (laughs) (laughs) Big Green, The Sandlot. Yeah. Johnny Tsunami, that chick. Yeah, no, I've seen, I I think I've honestly seen like 25 minutes of uh, Frozen. I know, I know the movie because obviously it's so, you know, popular and everybody's, you know, I know all of it, but I've never seen it. So could proceed. Yeah. So the Duke gets her before the others could kill her. He takes mercy on her, and brings her back to the kingdom. She cursed with her Ice Age spell. Anna came back to find the true purpose of the Duke's plan for Arendelle that happens to be to take over the shit show and oust their bullshit. Which, I mean, I think she should have been more supportive of him because the dude handled the city fantastically when she just straight up left and tried to go find her shit-ass little sister that made this shit happen in the first place. Some see the guy as evil, but I think Anna should have seen the beautiful plan that he unfolded and told them she was in on it. 
She had no idea how to run the kingdom successfully. And this dude did it in the middle of a fucking ice age. Fuck your sister. Fuck that childhood bullshit. Who gives a fuck? Make new life. So instead, she's out dying, trying to find a way out of her situation. Meanwhile, Elsa escaped jail and is making shit even fucking worse with her uncontrollable and unpredictable ice magic. When cornered by the Duke, she is told some real harsh truth that her sister had been killed and it's her fault. I mean, the dude was partially right. He kind of lied. He didn't see her die, but she was pretty close to death and it was her fault. So, I mean, you know, just some brutal honesty with a little bit of uh, maybe some foreseen future that's not foreseen at the time. So, with the ice magic itching closer and closer to freezing over her heart, all Anna had to do was commit an act of true love, which we all know true love's kiss, but instead of kissing her other man, Kristoff, the merchant, when breaking the spell, she decided to act upon the Duke, who was in the midst of putting the monster Elsa to her shallow grave. She turned to ice and stopped the attack. Luckily for her, Disney's writers had another idea for an act of true love, or pity, whichever the way you want to fucking see it, and Anna managed to overcome ice magic and... Elsa found the courage to undo everything she had wrong. Yeah, it only took her sister's untimely demise by her hand, then rise back from the dead to think, huh, maybe I fucked all of this shit up, instead of seeing the truth that the Duke is the best thing for Arendelle in the entire world. Fuck you, Disney. You got this fucking movie wrong. I'm sick of your shit. Charge me less for a subscription, bitch. Meanwhile, every time you walk into the Stones uh, safe house, Frozen's playing on the fucking screens. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Frozen 2. Get the shit right. Two. Have oh, they made a Frozen shit. 2 already? Yeah. Yes, and it is so much better. It's been See, out for a while. I told you. I told you. I'm off. I don't know. You'll get in the loop. Trust me. Oh, I'll I make know. you a watch list. Yeah. X, thanks. Thanks. Can't. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yes. Yes, you will be. <laughs> Fortunately, you will be. Um. Okay. So what? My turn? No, it's Josh's turn. Josh goes next. Josh, baby, what you got for us? So I decided to take a different path, and I am going to explain to you why Ripley from Aliens is a douche. Hmm. <laughs> All right, this is one of my favorite moves of all time. Fuck my shit up, Josh. Let's go, baby. Convince me. So I'm talking about Aliens, not Alien. So second movie installment, 1986, right? So when you get that. It was a good year. It was a good year. Yeah, very good year. 86 was a decent year. We'll go decent. (laughs) Yeah, the second half of it sucked. Once you got to June, the rest of the year just was whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. So the movie starts with a crew finding Ripley asleep right in a pod she wakes up to find herself inside a med lab and immediately finds out she's been taken care of by a corporation and that her daughter is dead she begins to get hungry for revenge at this point and it's clear to see it in her eyes if you're looking ripley goes to the corporation because she wants to go after these aliens quote aliens okay that destroyed her life the corporation tries to stop her and show her that revenge is not the way, but she ignores their clear-minded judgment and begins to push even even harder. They get a, they get the notion that the only way to fix this is to actually strip her of her license and force her to take a job doing menial menial work. About some time later, the corporation terif- the corporation's terraforming operations are put in jeopardy. They come calling on Ripley's deep-seated rage to fly off and look into whatever is causing them to lose all this money. Cut to a crew of mercenaries armed to the teeth going to a planet that they have no claim to. A crew of show-offs and hotheads. Now headed to this planet that is habit- that is a habitant of one 
creature who is hurting no one. They are keeping to themselves. They have not left this planet. They are alone to themselves, doing no damage, only to those that try and hurt them. While searching the wreckage, they find a little girl, which Ripley immediately takes in like she's her daughter, which only sparks the fuel for Ripley's revenge. Then after Xenomorphs begin to defend themselves, Ripley takes it upon herself to steal a vehicle and push through multiple areas, causing massive damage and killing a few along the way. Once the military crew is safe, Ripley wants to nuke the entire planet, causing genocide, but Burke, the, corporation, the corporate liaison, advises her that they cannot exterminate the entire planet. Burke is clearly trying to save the Xenomorphs at this time, and if you listen to his argument, his argument is that they do not want to just exterminate the entire planet. Doesn't sound like a bad guy to me, right? But this is where Ripley begins to turn the crew on him. Then a laundry list of problems happen that are basically the Xenomorphs just protecting themselves and their planet. Ripley uses information she found out about Burke at this point to play everyone against him, and it ends up making him run away and die. So Ripley uses this information she found out about Burke to play everyone against him and make them think that he was trying to get a Xenomorph home for monetary gain, but in reality, he's just trying to help save the species because he sees at this point that it's detrimental and taking, taking one is going to be the only way to save one. While Ripley is attempting to save Newt, the young girl that they found, she stumbles on the queen. The queen shows her mercy and is going to allow her to leave, but it is right at this moment when Ripley is backing away from everyone that she actually begins to kill all of the queen's children. She sets all of them on fire. She attempts to kill the queen. Hell yeah. And that's when the queen begins to get revenge on her and defend herself queen was willing able letting her back away she was backing out of the room she could have left everything would have been fine both sides went their own way but ripley decided to be a hothead she wanted revenge she's like fuck this bitch she starts shooting she starts setting off a flamethrower killing everything in the room or at least attempting to what a fucking asshole right so genocidal homicidal bitch you tell me you tell me who the fucking bad guy is in this movie. I mean, imagine it. You're you're sitting in your home planet, right? Like let's say let's say it's me and you. You're sitting in your kitchen, you're chilling, you're cooking dinner, and all of a sudden some fucking weird thing comes in behind you on through your front door and is like, "Bitch, you're a danger to me. I'm going to kill you." You've never fucking seen this thing in your life. You've never seen this person in your life. What are you going to do? You're going to defend yourself, right? Rightfully that's so. What, that's what these that's what these mm-hmm. so-called aliens which aren't aliens to their own planet, right? You are not an alien unless you are from a different planet. So, if you think of the name of the movie, we are technically the aliens, not these xenomorphs. Word. Pretty much. Word. That's deep. Fucking colonialism. There you go. Hey, technically we <laughs> were the aliens and aliens too. <laughs> <laughs> So Ripley is a piece of shit, and the corporation, Burke, the guy that is made out to be the bad guy, is actually not. He was just trying to save the species because this bitch with fucking a deep-seated revenge for something that it not even their fault. They're just defending themselves, their children, and their home planet, right? Come on. Correct. I'd kill a bitch, too, if they came after my kids. Fuck you. Straight up. God dang. I like it. Okay, well, what you got, Jordan? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna attack Disney a little bit as well here. So, 
I've been, uh, like I said last episode, I've been on the Disney Plus train, so I've been watching some of my personal favorites. And you know one that's not a personal favorite of mine? Because just the story. It just irks me. Let me take that's you guys it. on a little field trip. You're a little kid. You go to this big corporation, and you're just in awe. And all these dreams continue to flow through your mind. And they're great dreams. You, you, you could be one of these one day. And then you eventually grow up but not grow up that tall. It's like a story close to home, right? And then you decide you want to go to college. And I'm going to go to college, and I'm going to get this degree. And with this degree, I'm going to go to that company, and I'm going to be one of the best scarers that this town has ever seen. I was about to say, I know. The problem is Mike Wazowski is just cute and cuddly. He's not a scarer. And everybody tells him that eventually. And he just refuses to listen. But let's continue. So he gets to college. He finds the registration. And man, what a scene. If you've ever been to college or if you're ever going to go to college, even though it's a monster realm, it's the same nostalgic feeling that you think of when you think of college. It's this gorgeous campus and all these buildings and people in the courtyard playing guitar and frisbee and so on and so forth. Parties so then, and beer pong and girls that's and right. thongs. That's right. That's right. Um, I like the way that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to uh he gets to class and and, and mike wazowski's got to work hard because he's not a scary monster he's kind of a cute and cuddly monster but he knows all the tricks in the book he studies the books he knows them like the back of his hand oh he's a and genius. then you have james p sullivan who is in the room and he doesn't give a shit about anything because he believes just because his name he's you know worth an a in the class and he's going to move on into the scare program well, fast forward a little bit, and those two continue getting get into a heated battle. They end up knocking over a, a a canister that was a trophy to Dean Hardscrabble, and she kicks them both out of the program. And so you're like, okay, well now we can't be part of the scare team. We got to go, and we got to learn how to be canister makers, or we got to learn how to be uh, mailroom attendees. You know, whatever, right? You could you can make a better path, but they weren't accepting it, so they go to these scare games. And they try to enter the scare games, but they can't because they're not part of a one of the fraternities or sororities on campus. So then they decide to take the nerd sorority and fill the spots to make themselves a team selfishly. Because the problem is you had these other fraternities and sororities that were true scarers. I mean, Roar Omega Roar, you can't get scarier than that. I mean, you got the guy that looks kind of like a bull. You got the guy that's like this little crab with weird teeth. Um, and, and they end up adopting Randall, who's the bad guy in the first movie, right? Was Randall really that bad? He's a monster. He's supposed to be bad, right? But we're not talking he about just wanted. He just wanted to succeed in the first one. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. He just, you know, he's prideful. He doesn't believe that every kid gets a trophy. So no. He wants to do what's right. He, he wants to, make, he wants he to be the one holding the, the trophy. Better. That's right. Yeah. So he, he goes on. So they do these games, and what do you know at the very first competition – uh, Uzma Kappa, which is the name of the fraternity with Mike Wazowski, James P. Sullivan. Um, they have Don, the car salesman. They have, uh, what is his name? Scotty. Scotty, and they have yeah. Art. Art's probably the best character in that movie, played by Charlie Day. It's fantastic. Uh, but we're not talking about fantastic. We're talking about bad. So they immediately get eliminated in the very first challenge, and they're done. Rightfully so. Movie over. Life moves on. It's it. You got to figure out your own way but no, they weasel in. And what you didn't see quite on camera screen is that you see this fraternity get eliminated because they put this oil over their body so they wouldn't get barbed by these 
light up barbs. What you didn't see was that Mike Wazowski was the one that was lotioning up these guys before the match. That was off frame. So he told these guys, hey, let me lotion you up. It'll help you move faster. But he didn't tell them it was an illegal substance. So you already have corruption, number one. And now Uzma Kappa continues to move on, right? A little bit of dirty trick there. I don't like it. I don't like dirty tricks. Play by the book. You're not Tom Brady. Let's go. Nope. So we continue on. Each each little section, they get better and they get better and they get better. Eventually surprising the whole school that they're one of the final two teams. It's Aurora Omega Roar and Uzma Kappa, and they're going to go head-to-head in a scream-off. And this is where all things start crashing down because James P. Sullivan decides to go in right before Mike Wazowski. And he gives a scare of a lifetime, scares the shit out of this kid. But while doing so, what you didn't see, but you do later see, is he adjusted the scare setting for Mike Wazowski. And then Mike Wazowski goes in and puts a scare of a lifetime. You know, you don't see scares like this every maybe 6,000 years. But it was because it was set to, if you sneeze, the kid cries. So Cheaters. They win. And then, you know, Mike tries to do the right thing. And he tries to, or I'm sorry, James P. Sullivan tries to do the right thing. And he tries to go to the dean and, and do the right thing and say, you know, we cheated. We didn't deserve the trophy, which this never gets addressed. The trophy never went to Roar Omega Roar as it should because uh, Uzma Kappa should have been uh, eliminated via cheating. And so they can't win the trophy. Cheating twice, once you only know about, right? So Mike is selfish. He goes into the door room and he goes into the human world trying to scare a little kid. And what happens? Do you guys know what happens? Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't scare the kid. He no. doesn't scare him, right? And not just that. It's not one kid that he didn't know about. It was an entire summer camp of girls. Mm-hmm. So James had to go in and save his ass and bring him back and create another scare of a lifetime to get out because him and Mike teamed up finally to um, scare all the police that were trying to take him away. Movie goes on. They end up getting expelled, both of them, because of their actions. James was already expelled because of cheating inside of the scare games. Mike gets expelled for selfishly almost, uh, you know, going into the human realm with no permission. And that could have caused the entire collapse of the monster realm as we know it. So they they get ousted. They go on their ways. And then as they're leaving, they look at the paper and see that there's an ad for the mailroom at Monsters, Inc., right? Monsters Incorporated. So they start there and then the movie tails off happy credits. They start in the mailroom and they work their way up and they work their way up and they work their way up. <laughs> I just think it's horseshit. You know, you had a guy who, who thought he was good and thought he could be a scarer and he just, he didn't realize what he was and he kept trying to change who he was. You don't change who you are. You are who you are. You don't get to be somebody else. You don't get to go and be the Hulk if you're a foot tall. You get to be Mike Wazowski. And James P. Sullivan, he doesn't need school. And what Disney taught kids in this is that you don't need college. You can work your way around the system and rise up in a company, which to me is not okay. Everybody should go to college. And it should be mandatory that even if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's, you should have a college degree that says you can do that. And that's where I stand on the situation. So Monsters University really disappointed me. Because I didn't like their message. Yeah, Disney um, <laughs> needs to stop just ripping off other movies. Revenge of the Nerds did it better in '84. Yep, there you go. Um, 
Sorry, Disney. Not sorry. Get your shit together. I think it's what we learned from this. All of a sudden, Disney's listening, and they go by Revenge of the Nerds. Now they own it, and you're like, well, we own it already, so what are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I hate tearing Disney apart these movies. Disney makes their version of Aliens. Uh, let me be honest. I hate tearing apart these movies because I, we're going to have to... I was thinking about this the other day. We really need to do like a top five Pixar movie. Like each of us, not combine, not a combined list, but each of no, us. No, you you can't do you can't do a one top five Pixar because with, with especially with those movies, there everybody's taste is going to come into play. Have you I, ever and, seen a bad Pixar movie? Um, I wouldn't say bad, but there are there are some that I won't ever watch again, and I know I won't ever watch again. Like they were good when I watched it, but what I'll one? never I'll never go out of my way to watch it again. So. I know you're scared of the ocean, but Finding Nemo is a great movie, Josh. Finding Nemo is one of my favorite movies of all time. Now you're changing it's, your mind again. I tell you right now, Finding Nemo is definitely in my top five. Well, so why are you saying it's so hard to make a top five then? I didn't say it was hard to make a top five. I said it's hard to make a sole top five for like for the three of us to each oh, make our I'm own. Oh, yeah, yeah, each of us make our own. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, yeah. For, for there to be just one specific top five, like oh, all, yeah. all time top five, there can't be because everybody's taste is so different. Like I'm oh, going to like Brave where, I, where I'm sure that AJ won't because he's got something against redheads. So... <laughs> Another movie I have never seen. It's actually the exact opposite, <laughs> my boy. That's I was my waiting fucking, to see if you were paying it's attention. It's the land of my ancestor. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you were fucking paying attention. I saw your eyes drift off into the corner. One of them. I was, was trying to. Lazy. I was trying to. I was trying to look up the name of the movie that I have a, a gripe with because I'm not the biggest fan of this Pixar movie. It's Inside Out. Inside see, Out. I've only I, seen I, it I like once, it. and I don't know that I saw it all the way through. See, and, th- yeah, and that's what I was saying. It loses my attention real there fast. Are, there, are some, there are some movies that are good, but I won't go out of my way to watch them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I, got... I have a tendency to watch some movies more around Christmas time or like the Thanksgiving range, like right, right when my Christmas begins to start. Uh-huh. So. I like it. Well, Christmas, uh, according to some people, is starting. And I say that's vomit in my mouth. and I'm... That's absurd. It's absurd. So yeah. Christmas tree protocol. When's the best time to put up your Christmas tree, AJ? Um, it depends. I am a firm believer in either like Thanksgiving Day or the day after. Okay. Um, because I think each like holiday should have their like due um celebration of and one should not overlap into another one, but just kind of depends. Um I think also it depends on your situation. Like I remember you were talking about if you guys want to put up the tree a lot earlier because uh, summer is going to be due about time that you guys would normally put it up. And so I'm like, oh, okay, you right, know, so it kind of right. just like depends on the situation. But for me, I would think either Thanksgiving Day or the day after. And maybe maybe more so the day after because Thanksgiving, I'm like cleaning up from all the food. You're and exhausted. I'm like, you know. Exactly. I'm exhausted. And I'm like, you know, maybe uh, the next day or that weekend, depending if I have the Black Friday off or whatever. But um this year i'll ha- i'll be working like an early shift so i'll get out at like three so i think i'll probably end up doing it like black friday this year yeah we uh like you just said so we normally do like the second weekend in december because summer's birthday always falls around the first weekend and so she likes to celebrate her birthday which is you know right after thanksgiving but uh celebrate her birthday before we put up all the christmas stuff but it, her it's really funny with her because she's like absolutely no uh no Christmas tree, no Christmas decorations, don't even speak of Christmas until after my birthday. 
the like minute she wakes up the day after her birthday though she's like let's put everything christmas up let's let santa come all over our house (laughs) it's ridiculous i I don't know i i did say uh uh, earlier to you guys that when i went to home depot the other day and they had all their christmas decorations i was just going it was one of those things passing by it and i was like oh let me just see what they got and it almost got me in the spirit and i was i remembered no we're way too soon to be in the christmas spirit what about you josh uh, so funny enough um for me it's kind of the same as aj right like so I, i've always done christmas either while thanksgiving day was going on so like the tree gets pulled out like if if we don't have a um a real tree if we're using our artificial tree the tree gets pulled out it gets put together the branches kind of settle down a little bit and stuff um and then the ornaments come out some of the decorations kind of come out and then as the day goes on we are putting stuff together if not that day then it's always been the day, the day after christmas hand like hard that's the day that's after the christmas? more or i mean the day after thanksgiving the way to blaze holiday, your own path buddy way to blaze your own path <laughs> holidays are hard holidays are hard um i set up for my birthday i say fuck christmas because i'm jewish yeah. we don't fucking celebrate it anyway whatever not supposed to <clears throat> um no so it's the day the day after thanksgiving is traditionally been the day but yeah. every once in a while we'll get the itch and it's never been more than that though it's never been more than the day of thanksgiving um but this year for some reason i am like i'm really in the mood for christmas i don't know what it is christmas stuff christmas crap i'm not going to do anything about it i'm just going to enjoy the the stuff that i look at in the store and maybe i might watch a christmas movie like the santa claus i might start that a little early but or home alone but um i'm excited i am excited for the movies i i always get excited for the movies there's a couple new Netflix movies that are coming out this year that I'm excited to see. Um, I actually liked the the one Santa Claus movie with Kurt Russell. That Kurt was Russell, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Like one. a lot of people gave. One. Sorry, my dog's trying to eat my candy corn. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to give a, or I, I heard a lot of people giving crap to that movie. Yeah, but I actually it was good. I, re, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And there's a there's another movie I can't remember the name of it that's coming out, but it's got a little girl in it that's that looks pretty cool. Um, I have to I have to look at it again. There's I think one other one that's a cartoon that's coming out that I was interested in. So do you do you guys have like a go to first movie that like you always want to watch first? Santa Claus. We'll go through all three Santa Claus movies first, hands down, right there. Boom, boom, boom. Um, those are the first three that we go through in terms of Christmas. Okay, AJ. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a tie between either the Santa Claus movies or Home Alone. Okay. For sure. Me personally would be Christmas Vacation, but everybody in the house together combined would be like Home Alone or Santa Claus. I I watch Christmas Vacation multiple times. Normally it's the very first movie I end up watching because we usually watch it with Summer's family on Thanksgiving night, but we're not with them this year. We're at home because she's pregnant. So that probably won't happen for me personally. One of my favorites to watch early now mind you after thanksgiving is jingle all the way because it reminds me get my shit done get my shit done so this is not me yep i don't want it to be me because shopping it's shopping season it's busy enough and 
Dude, I shopping would rather around the holidays is trash. I would rather go to the mall early, and then when everybody's in a fucking frantic panic about gifts, I like to go to the mall just so I can eat some mall food. Yeah. AJ, where's your favorite mall food place? Like, oh, if man. you go, it's one of those, like, if you know you're going to eat at the mall, if you have enough time, like, this is your number one choice. Mm. I mean, you can't go wrong with Sabaro. Oh, yeah. Like, wherever you're at, Sabaro will always hit the spot. Um, and generally, every place will have a, like, generic, like, Philly cheesesteak place, and I'm yeah. a sucker for those, too. Yeah. I like, I'm, I'm a sucker for the, the Euros, like, the Greek places that are at the mall. Those are my. Yeah, they're, they're not my go-to, but I'm a sucker for them because they're still good. Yeah, you're, those and and I I like the Chinese places. To, it, um, there's only been like one yeah. that I haven't really cared for, but the Chinese yeah. slash Japanese, you know, the yeah. American Japanese type yeah. stuff. Yeah, those yeah. those are my go-to first first and foremost because it's it's like upscale cafeteria food. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's it, you know that yeah. it's packed with shit that you're not supposed to be eating, but it is good, <laughs> and it, and you usually get an abundance of it, like m- twice the size that you're supposed to eat right. of anything. Of a healthy meal, let alone a terrible <laughs> meal, you know. And Go. then, like, you're feeling extra special for the holidays, and you're like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this off with a little bit of Auntie Anne's Ooh. or uh, some Cinnabon." Oh, yeah, yeah. I and I actually like like hot dog on a stick, and you the don't see Wiener Schnitzel on the stick. Yeah, holy clogged fucking arteries! My dick gets hard <laughs> thinking about yes. cheese on a stick. Oh, oh, cheese on dude. a stick all my, day. Their fries dude, are pretty the dope too. The very first time I ever had, I was with somebody and I didn't know about it, and they were like, they went first, and they, I didn't look at the menu. I was just thinking, oh, they're just corn dogs and lemonade. That's all they are. I don't need to look at a menu. I don't need. Nope. And nope. I looked that at the menu. I was case. like, wait, wait, cheese on a stick? <laughs> Who the fuck would get a hot dog when you could just get cheese covered <laughs> with the cornbread? Yeah. Fucking a, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, and that yeah. shit is fucking good. It's like fire, crack. Dude. Just fire. Yeah. Dude. It's so good. That would be my number one. Like, my number one choice, if it's not busy, is get cheese on a stick. Then I would go, I'd trickle down the line depending on what mall I'm at and what options. But I will tend to always gravitate towards a Sabaro. And give me mm, that yeah. 10, maybe 11 day old pizza, throw it in your fucking 900 degree <laughs> oven, and it's so good. <laughs> well, see, and, and that's, you know what? If you ever go into a mall, right, and you're shopping like this, you can always tell when the experienced dad is eating because the, an experienced dad, not mom, dad, will go to multiple places. So you will catch yep. somebody with a, with a Sabaro box off getting you know mcdonald's at the same time like they don't go i don't go to one place just one place i right. will choose one place first right. but i will always hit multiple places and i will prep for that too like i will order based on how many places i want to eat because i know yeah. that once i'm done shopping i'm not going back to there so whatever yeah. i want i gotta get it now Mo- moms, don't, you know, moms don't eat because they're machines and exactly they're, and they're yeah. machines they could be in the mall for seven hours get all the shopping done in one fucking day it's wrapped the next and they'll be like hmm i haven't eaten in 48 hours yep. meanwhile us dads <laughs> were like i haven't eaten in three stores i'm going into a fucking event my sugars are dropping <laughs> the dipping dots cart is right around the corner oh, shit, the sketchers. <laughs> that's our problem is it a Starbucks? the food is aimed at the dads because if you think it's strategically placed because you have the food court, right? Yes. So, okay, yep. dads, let's park on the other end. Let's start on the other end, and let's get our glory at the end, right? Yep. The problem is every four to five fucking stores, there's a kiosk <laughs> with some kind of fucking food that I need to have yeah. right there. Or, or a fucking yep. seized candy store. 
Like yeah. there's a C's candy store in the middle on, yep. on all fucking levels. Have you ever noticed that? It's not just one level. It's all levels will have a fucking candy <clears throat> store. So as you're passing <clears throat> and doing shit, it's like, oh, there's that smell of mint and chocolate or caramel. <clears throat> and you're like, motherfucker, <clears throat> I'm coming to get you caramel covered popcorn. <clears throat> Come here, get in my mouth. You know, like the nitrogen, um, the nitrogen tanks, li- the nitrogen, like the nitrogen tanks stuff has yeah, been like every, on the rise. Every once in a while, I go into the fucking dentist's office and just grab a puff or two. <laughs> like, hey, bud, what's, what's up? <laughs> it's a, <laughs> just grab a puff. I'm going to the mall. See you later. Yeah. He's walking the mall. <laughs> oh, oh, that's no, the, um, the, the liquid nitrogen, when they like dip, <laughs> they like dip stuff in there and it makes it like really cold. Yes, and when you like chew it, nitrogen like it comes out your mouth. Yeah. I'm that dad that's like, okay, everybody is so bored in JCPenney and we're here to grab one thing. I'm going to take the kids and I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, uh, like let them just have that, that like little nitrogen like tent thing. Yeah. And just like they're eating like cheese balls and they're like, look at my breath. <laughs> and then like Watch my else fingers, dad. Oh. <laughs> look at this. Oh, shit. My fingers are gone. My smoke rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like daddy. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's on the liquid nitrogen coming out of their mouth, and everybody thinks AJ is too, but he's really just in a fatty, <laughs> and he's smoking. I just got my fucking, I got oh, my vape shit. pen over there, just like taking rips, and I'm just getting yeah. fucked. You up just in pretend the to take a bite of Avery's. You're like one bite for dead, <laughs> <laughs> one bite for dead. <laughs> oh, got it, nitrogen got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, smoke weed every day. As oh. you see Karen walking by, you know, Bill, this this nitrogen stuff smells really good. It smells like the potpourri that you put in the bathroom the other day. <laughs> you mean that's okay, a, is there, that indica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any stores or places where you guys don't like to take your kids to? Like oh, if you're in the Jesus, mall, yes. if you're somewhere. Any toy store. Oh, God. <sighs> Dude, look, like I love buying my kids shit. I love buying my kids toys. I can't stand going into toy stores with them. Because it, it doesn't stop. Like, they their minds are so fixated on I want, I want, I want. Mm. And it's not the way we've taught them. It's not. It's because they're kids. Like, that's that's how their brains are, are just naturally. Yeah. So when you walk into a toy store and there's toys from wall to wall, aisle to aisle, and that's all of the purpose is, is to draw your attention in as a kid, it's it's hard. It's, it's tough to wrangle them and try and get them to be like, no, I know you're going to break that in like two play sessions. I'm not getting you that dinosaur for $30. Right. It is cheap as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still right, can't find the Clitosaurus Rex your mom bought me for my birthday. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I hate with that is in general, like, okay, if I'm on my holiday shopping thing, like, okay. I have I have an agenda. I have a goal. I want to be by myself. Yeah. I don't want to be with the family, and I definitely don't want my kid there because he's just gonna slow me down. I have yeah, I have bingo. my mindset, and I love him to death, and it's fun to do things. But doing that, it, it's specifically holiday shopping. I mean, I got to take him mm-hmm. to get gifts for everybody else too, but I like to do that separate when I'm not on a honed in zone because my honed yeah. in zone mm-hmm. is. I I just I, I want to get shit done and I I don't, I'm gonna get it all done today. Yeah, I'm a, I want to get it all done today. I'm gonna wrap it in three weeks, like two days before Christmas, <laughs> and then it, it's just one of those things. Like you know, because he'll be like, Dad, check this out. Dad, check this out. And it's all cool shit, but I'm in the fucking zone, boy. Yep. So get with me, or you know, hitch a ride home. Let's yeah. go. It's 
It's funny you say that too, because I have two, I have two mindsets when it comes to going to stores in general. It's, I know what I need to do. I need to get in and get out or I'm bored off my ass and I'm just going to go fucking look at every single store. Yes. And, and holiday shopping specifically has those two modes as well. And I will never, ever, when I am focused and I know what I want, I will never bring my kid with me. I'm just like you. I will never bring a child Mm -hmm. with, with me. I might bring an adult, another adult, depending on who it is. And if they're in the same mindset as me. So I can't go because people are going to think I'm your child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at them. They're even, they even have matching beards. How cute. <laughs> fuck you, lady. That kid just told fuck me, you, fuck you. <laughs> I'm 34, get, cunt. <laughs> as long as we, bl- we bring our blow up Bridget, we'll be good. <laughs> um, I, I think one last thing that I would say about the shopping, though, that bugs me. I It's, it's one... It's, it's a weird thing. I hate people. I love people, but I hate crowds of people. because. Yes. Yeah. And when you get in the holiday season, it's like going to the airport. All rules, mm. Black Friday, it's all gone. My mind, it's gone. I don't know which way is straight, which way is back. I don't know my fucking name. That's most people. And it's just like, bro, just get out of my way. I, I, just, I just need this, and let me move. Thanks, bye, cool, I'm good. Like I have my mindset. I'm ready to go. But one of the things I miss... I miss being in Vegas because everything for me is online holiday shopping, which is cool. It's easy. It's simple. And it always comes on time because if you order it on time, but I miss going to to the mall. I miss, I miss doing shit like that. I miss being able to go to four or five stores and having some chaotic fucking day and Hmm. feeling accomplished. Now it's like, okay, let me pull up Amazon, click. Yep. Add to cart. Cool. Oh yeah. They'll like that too. Cool. 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 Done. All right. Time to go take a nap. Do you remember the emotional swing? Like, so when you first, when you're oh, getting ready shit, to right? go to the mall. Yeah, right? You're getting ready to go to the mall, and you're like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got to get ready. We got to get out, and we got to get there. You get there, and you're all hyped, and you're excited because you don't Super know what you're going to see. You know that you're going to get some food that's going to fucking just kill your stomach, but it's going to taste phenomenal. You, you're going you're gonna to go to all these stores. You're going to get this beautiful experience, and then all of a sudden, you're like halfway through, and you're like... Oh fuck! Okay, okay. So we got how many? How many? Sto- how many stores do we have left? Okay, um, let's go. Let's go ahead and get some food. Let's go ahead. And we're gonna go get some food, and then you go and you struggle through the fucking line, and you get your food, and you're like, oh fuck! And that now you're getting so angry. Good. Yeah, and then you start getting angry because you're like, fuck, man, how many stores do I got left? And then you finish off, and you're like, and you get ready to go home. And you're like, Jesus Christ, can we just fucking get out of this parking lot? What the fuck is wrong with people? For Christ's fucking sake. Don't you know how to fucking drive? <sighs> what are you like pitching about now? Store. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that was that was me yesterday. Yeah. Like with with the wind that was going on, it just made everybody drive like assholes. And I was just getting so fed up with everybody. Like I went out to get shit at Walmart and I was like, all right, let's go home. Let's get some food. And everybody was out, and I'm like, ah, oh, fucking Saturdays, I'm stuck in like bullshit, like dumbass people driving traffic. And I think about three people almost like pulled out in front of me, and I'm like, what the fuck is up with everybody today? Can y'all just fucking get your shit together? And then I was like, you know, it might have just been the stress from like shopping with my kid with me. Like I love it when we go on adventures, but you gotta admit that at times it's like really stressful. Um, to like have like your kid with you to like you have to watch after her but as well you have to like get shit done and so one thing I don't like doing 
I don't like going to the grocery store with my kids yep. because they will put shit in the cart. They are never going to touch. And I'm like, please, we do not need that giant shit ass bag of whatever you just put in the cart because nobody's going to eat it. You're not even going to eat it. Please put it back. No, I promise. I'll eat the whole thing in like two hours. <laughs> Meanwhile, three days later, I don't know what to eat. Maybe you fucking should eat that shit you put in the cart. This like um, wholesale ass. How about you should eat this? <laughs> <laughs> what you just described sounds like me and Summer going grocery shopping and I'm the kid. <laughs> because then a week later, I'm like, fuck, we don't have shit in this fucking house. Why don't oh, we dear. buy anything fucking good? <laughs> Why don't you eat that fucking baggy butt? That sounded good last week. That's fucking gross. I don't want that. Yeah. It was so last week. Oh, I do, I do that shit nerd. all the fucking time. Like, I'll go. That's the worst thing to do is to go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Because oh. you'll buy a bunch of fucking food that yeah. looks good and sounds good. And then you get Everything home looks good. and you cook one of, like, the ten things that you bought. And then the rest mm-hmm. of the week you're like, well, I don't want that shit. That's do I really want that chicken feet? Fucking nasty. What the fuck was I thinking? I don't know about that. Why would I eat I that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did I did that with fish the last time I went fucking shopping. I bought quite a bit of fish because I was on a fish kick. And now I'm like, man, fucking red meat sounds great. Go and on. I got a fucking freezer full of fish. <laughs> I might have to run the store now. Is that you when you were in Amsterdam? Fish day. No. Ugh. Ooh, that reminds me. My buddy was supposed to give me some halibut. I got to text him. I, Ooh, boys, this morning. Halibut sounds delicious. One last thing that I would say is this morning I had, we went to breakfast with my in-laws and my brother-in-law was in town. Uh, Josh, you know about that because I invited you golfing, but you were too busy yesterday to go. Um, Working, <clears throat> played, well, earning call money. Call it what you want. Call it what you want. Call it okay. what you want. Okay. Call it what you okay. want. Okay. I don't believe you were really at work because you text me all the time when you're at work, and I didn't hear from you at all. So, oh, call it what you want. Passive work. aggressive bitch. Whatever. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> hey, hey, Karen, would you like to speak to my manager? <laughs> yes, I would like your manager right fucking now, please. <laughs> Okay. Um, so we had um, this I need is to put, uh, I need to put you on. This hold. is his manager. Uh, I'm going to suggest you go over to my shooting gallery <laughs> and uh, pick out a very nice doll and uh, if, a very nice needle. If you this go into room warehouse, one, rocks. Yeah. If you go into room one, it comes with a punching bag. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's you. sir. Room one does have rocks. Hell yeah! Uh, I feel like an old man though, boys. I I couldn't tell you the last time I had this, and a for some job? reason, yes. For some reason, yesterday, it sounded good out of nowhere. And so I was the uh, ringleader in the breakfast this morning. I said, hey, we should go to Rainbow <gasps> Diner. Ooh. And I ordered something that I, I, I couldn't tell you how old I was the last time I had it. And I feel Croke like McGraw. an old man. Any guesses? I, I just say Croke McGraw. An omelet? No. What would you say, Josh? Croke McGraw? No. It's I French. ordered uh, corned beef and hash. Oh, oh shit! Corned beef and hash. I just feel so, like that's an old person meal, you know. I went yeah. to a place in Boulder really City that was, really was featured on diners, dive-ins, and dives, Ooh. or whatever the fuck it's drive-ins and dives, or whatever it's called. And they were supposed to be known for their corned beef and hash, and it was fucking trash. Really? Oh, yeah, that, that guy Ferrari dude doesn't know what the fuck <laughs> he's guy doing. Ferrari. <laughs> uh, trash. Trash. Yeah, so it was really anyway. good, though. I definitely would suggest, Josh, if you go to Rainbow Diner to get their corned beef and hash, it was really good. Do you, do you suggest that because I'm Jewish, or do you think it's because I'm a fat kid at heart and like food? Or no, because you're a fat kid and you like food. Okay, good. Corned beef actually sounds really good. <laughs> I really, the second the second you said it, it, it like immediately, I was like, ooh, I can make a corned beef for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, boys. Um, you have any last minute shout outs before we wrap this motherfucker up? Um, yes. Yes. Thank you to everyone who helped us hit the 2000 plus mark. Yes. In near record time for people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yes. Um, we greatly appreciate you. We have said it a couple times already, but we want to do it again because uh, without you, we would not be us. So thank you. Hell yeah, everybody. We all love you very much. We all uh, hope you're listening to this without your kids in the room. And if you are, that's on you. Oh, uh, <laughs> Way to go, beast mode. Yes, thank, thanks everybody for getting us here. I don't think any of the three of us thought that by the first week of November, so like four months in, that we'd already be above 2,000 downloads. Um, the mm. Facebook page is nearing 1,000 members. Uh, you know, Twitter, we're at you know like maybe close to 625, and it just keeps growing, and the family's growing. It's fun. Uh, we got our merch. Go get the merch. Please support us. That's the only way you can really support us right now is by going to Public and buying, buying some merch that gives us a couple mm-hmm. pennies back. Uh, we did just add the Clitosaurus Rex shirt, and I specifically took all options off for kids clothes on that this is an adult only thing Correct. if you want to put a dad's on dayquil t-shirt on your kid or get a little onesie cool totally cool thing don't let them listen to it but that's a cool thing but uh we don't believe in uh, kids should be wearing our clitosaurus rex shirt so that's an no. adult only thing uh it does have some stickers you can get those as well um it's funny don't be a bitch about it and that's all I got to say about that. But thanks, everybody, for getting us where we're at. We love you. We enjoy this. Uh, also, another uh, quick quick thing. Uh, we do have a guest coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, the uh, It'll drop on the episode the day before Thanksgiving. So, uh, hint, hint, it's going to be a heavy Thanksgiving-themed episode because we like to be thematic. Uh, hint, hint, it's going to be a heavy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're all going to oh, yeah. uh, fuck a turkey on camera. So The same <laughs> we're turkey, gonna- though. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it can be like the first episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the big. Oink, oink, baby. Oh. Oink, oink. Hey, Jordan, yeah, it's raining little... outside, so you might want to check your windows. Oh, okay. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. You live like three miles from me. It's probably not raining over here. It's probably sunny. Mm, possible. It's possible. I'll check them, though. All right. Um, yes, Dad's on Dayquil, episode 18. Uh, please subscribe. Please like. Please share. Please review. Please get your eternal drip of Dad's on Dayquil on. Uh, we love you. Peace out. Later. Dad's out. What do priests and McDonald's have in common? Oh, boy. They both stick their meat in 10-year-old buns. Oh. That's a little bit stale. Ronald McDonald. God damn it. The hamburger. <laughs> <laughs>